This is a big deal. So over the years, Ken Grant, who has been a community activist regarding excessive fines for parking and then all of the uh, excesses, I would say, in towing, which seem to be illegal over the years, is on the phone. Ken Grant's here because now we have a study from a University of Delaware professor who confirms what we thought all along. And what that is, is that it's actually costing the city millions of dollars. They're not making nearly the money that um, they would have you believe when it comes to excessive fees and fines and parking and towing. I don't want to get to the actual numbers until we get uh, Professor Metro on the phone. Oh, good, he's on the phone. Fantastic. And then we'll get to some of these numbers because it's pretty shocking. And let me also start off with this. When parking meters were first installed in this country, the concept was to allow people to go and shop or uh, get your hair cut or whatever it is for an hour or two, maybe three, depending upon the, uh, the city, and then allow other people to go and do the same. So you would actually have some traffic flow. What has happened over the decades is that political leaders now see you as this revenue stream as you're unable to meet the expectations of parking in a place for just one hour or two hours when, when there's such limited parking. And if a city is, or at least they believe, they're making millions and millions of dollars on this, they're really afraid to take that off the ledger sheet. Ken Grant, like I said, has been a community activist on this for many, many years. He's been on this program for, I guess, 11 years or so, winning some fights, winning some battles. And uh, right now we have a mayor, Krzyki, who seems to be open to the idea of fixing some of these problems. But as you're going to hear, no wonder they're having such a hard time reducing the uh, parking fines to $15. Wait till you hear these numbers. Ken, thanks for being on. How are you? Oh, great. Uh, yeah, the, the, well, and it's $25 was what the uh, the administration said they wanted to reduce them to in October of 2022. And we're still you know, waiting for that to happen. Um, but uh, no, I, I, I think the city has made it abundantly clear, and this goes back several administrations. This is not just the Przeki administration. Uh, this also goes back several city councils. We're looking at over 20 years worth of um, uh, of a consistent approach that the city has had of using uh, these fines and fees as a revenue stream. But what we've discovered through this report is that it's not even so much a revenue stream for the city. It seems to be a revenue stream for contractors. Good point. I want to bring on Professor Metro right now from the University of Delaware. Uh, Professor, thanks for being on. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Thanks for having me. Is it okay if I call you Stephen or Steve? Absolutely. Steve is great. Steve? Yep. Okay, perfect. So I was going through uh, the numbers here, and I'll just jump right to page 14 and page 15. Oh, my God. Uh, why don't you uh, share with us what you learned in your research about this, please? All right. Let me get to – let me just make sure we are literally on the same page. So basically um, – I'll give a little bit of background. Um, Ken and some of the people he's working with approached me to basically look at 
um, at the kind of the the revenue picture from the city of San Antonio. I'm city. I'm sorry, the city of Wilmington. Um, in two respects, first is you know how much money is actually coming in. I mean, they've Ken's had his battles with some um, with different issues related to parking and. So, you know, what are we talking about in terms of revenue coming in? How does it compare to what other cities get? And also, you know, how much, and this is something that we kind of digging deeper into this, how much does the city actually get out of this? And what we found out is basically a couple things. First of all, the um, the amount of revenue that the city gets from, and this is not only from parking, but also from red light camera tickets, um, is considerably higher than the um, than than what other cities typically get. So um, two ways to measure this: first is kind of as a proportion of the the city's the city's budget, and um, several studies out there that basically document um, on a pretty consistent basis that typical cities will get some revenue from fines and fees from mainly from parking red lights speeding tickets which a city of wilmington really doesn't do but um between one and two percent of a typical city's budget um is um is covered by revenues from what are more generally known as fines and fees and in wilmington in 2022 that number was 4.4 percent so more than twice that level and also something the second measure which is a bit more stark is the per capita cost of fines and fees so if you take the city in 2022 got eight million dollars in revenue and um if you divide that by by the 70 some odd thousand city residents that you have you and again typically depending on how you slice and dice it you get somewhere between 80 and 100 dollars per head per city resident um is the cost or is the cost to the average city resident to um for the the revenue structure and what this shows and that's that is typically somewhere between like seven and 11 times what the average city, um, usually it's like somewhere between like 10 and $20. So the city collects a lot for its size. The city collects a lot of revenue from fines and fees. But Rick, what you're referring to, what we also find found in digging a little deeper so that in 2022, again, the city got about $8 million in revenues from fines and fees. And then we looked at what the city paid out. So out of that $7 million, um, out of that, um, out of that $8 million, um, you, there's about $3 million went to outside contractors. And that's to, um, that's for different um, different companies that the city contracts with to either to you know to to generate the tickets in the case of the the red light cameras you know you get this unwelcome envelope in the mail and you know the city pays to have that get generated um there's collections that are involved there's enforcement that gets there's uh, there's um booting of vehicles all of that gets contracted out and the city pays about three million dollars last year for that 1.5 million dollars went to the um uh, went for city for internal expenses i mean they have um they have people who actually write out the parking tickets and put them on your windshield they have um you know people who otherwise support that enforcement and collection and that's an additional 1.5 million dollars and then at the end of the day out of the eight million dollars that um, gets collected 3.5 million, so less than half 
goes to general city revenue, goes to um, goes to pay for things other than the um, the enforcement and collection of parking tickets. Okay. And so another way to look at that. Yeah. Just just one more, you know, out of your average dollar collected in out of your out of one dollar collected in parking revenue, the city really only nets about 44 cents out of that for other uses than enforcement and collection. So how does how does that uh, compare to other cities of comparable size or even larger? That there's not a whole that's there's not much of data on. I mean, I think what we point out is that the numbers pretty much speak for themselves. This is an inefficient way to um, collect revenue. Um, you know, $8 million for a city the size of Wilmington is a very large amount to collect in fines and fees. And this city actually uses less than half of that. And um, a good chunk of that also goes to outside contractors. And there's really, you know, from the data that's available, really can't tell if what the city is getting back for that or whether or not that's a good deal for the city or not. But what it does, what that means is that, you know, before the city can get any kind of revenue that it can use for other purposes, it needs to pay off the contractors. These are these are mainly these are mostly flat. Um, you know, the, these are mostly flat rates that get charged and they need to pay off their own personnel. And, but you know, the police doesn't have anything to do with it. This is all done right. through the department of finance. And um, so it's not until those get paid off that the city can start using this for revenue. And so, you know, in leaner years, like the COVID years, like in 2020, 2021, you know, that puts a big crimp, because those fixed costs don't go down. And so the revenue really becomes marginal. And then the question for something like parking. So when you want to decrease the parking ticket, the average parking ticket from like 40 bucks to 25 bucks is does the, you know, are the costs of processing that ticket, you know, they, they may be, and again, we don't have the data for that, but they, they're going to be very close to that $25. So the margin on the tickets are, is going to be small, or it may even be underwater. All right. I, and now, we just don't, we I, don't I want to I I I throw something out there, uh, devil's advocate, and get your take on this and, uh, okay. and get to respond. Absolutely. So let's say I work in the Department of Finance, or even better, I, I, and let's pretend I'm the mayor, which I would never take that lousy job. But let's just say that uh, uh, through uh, uh, some mistake, some misfortune, I become mayor of Wilmington. And, and I look at that and I think, well, okay, but we're making three mil. All right, okay, very good. So... Uh, uh, we're getting, uh, we're, we're keeping what three and a half million dollars out of that, and gosh, uh, we're providing jobs and income for all kinds of folks. So, uh, so I like this because I need it on the ledger, on the ledger sheet, and I'm bringing in three and a half million dollars, even though uh, the, the rest of that, even you know, of the uh, what uh, four and a half, no, four, yeah, four and a half million dollars is going to other people. So I'm creating jobs, I'm paying people. And, uh, and too bad for the residents and the people who like to come here and shop and visit, go to restaurants. Uh, we're using them as this annuity in order to bring us $3.5 million. So uh, I'm looking at, at that as, as a win if uh, all I care about is bringing in revenue to the, to the city and I don't care about the people. What do you say to that? A couple of answers. I mean, do you really want to collect $8 million to pockets? Three and a half million, or like I said, forty-four. Well, you know, uh, again, professor, um, if that's the cost of doing business, the mayor says, "Sure, you got something better for me." Well, um, I mean, the 
I don't know if the citizens, I don't live in Wilmington, so I won't include my, but, you know, is that how we, you know, basically what we're doing here is we're levying attacks on ourselves. Um, again, depending how you slice it, say maybe 80 to $100 per person um, each year. Most of that, by the way, I mean, this, you know, there's a substantial amount of tickets that are, um, that are written in downtown, but also a lot of them in the neighborhoods. And this falls mostly, not exclusively, but mostly on the residents. This isn't just something that people coming into the city pay. And, you know, we, we, we get that for free uh, or the city yeah. of Wilmington gets that for free. So there, so it is, you know, it can be seen as a tax and a not very efficient tax. And also what this study showed um, based on survey data that Ken and his people took is that um, this is also a very regressive tax. It's um, the, oh, yeah. pe- the, the people who have the largest burden on this are also the people who are least prepared to pay for it. So this creates, this creates financial hardship um, for people who are poor. As we know, Wilmington has a, a high rate of poverty. Also, it disproportionately falls, and the survey data that is in the report, what that shows is that also disproportionately falls on uh, people of color, people who, you know, African-Americans, um, people of Latino, basically people other than um, than white non-Latino population. And so, and this is a pattern that's not unique to Wilmington. This is something that is shown again and again in city after city, but this, it's not fair. And is this really, you know, if the mayor is okay with it, and I'm saying that's an if, we're being hypothetical here, then are the people of Wilmington okay with it would be the question I would ask. And, you know, I'm the researcher. I put out the numbers here. I'm not going to answer that question. That's more a question for Ken to and um, and. Wilmington residents to oh, sure, and and by the way, of, of course, it's going to fall disproportionately on people of color because I I think as the city of Wilmington is fifty three or fifty seven percent African American, so uh, of of course it is. It's but I will tell you that I, I absolutely agree because I've had folks on this program who are living paycheck to paycheck. They lose their vehicle. They are illegally towed, unconstitutionally towed. Uh, they're booted. They're ticketed. They, I know people who've been ticketed for parking in a place where they never were. Seriously. So, so mm-hmm. yeah, there's some ex- ex- just egregious examples uh, of what's happened here. And, and I would agree that it seems to be uh, very inefficient. And, Ken, you're on the phone. What does this mean to you? Well, uh, so the other problem with this is that uh, this entire system was dreamed up in the 90s. Uh, you know, this we're going to use... Uh, parking tickets as a revenue source, uh, and arguably the city of Wilmington has changed dramatically since that. It is not uh, is no longer a roll up the sidewalks at 5 p.m. kind of city. You know, you and I both we've talked about this many times. Oh, yeah. We enjoy going out at night uh, to to enjoy the multiple multiple uh, opportunities for entertainment, for fine dining, for everything else in the city of Wilmington. Uh, and there's absolutely no parking enforcement that takes place uh, after 6 p.m., uh, arguably after 4.30 p.m., uh, you know, when, when, quite frankly, it could be useful to help uh, regulate traffic flow. Okay, so, uh, so I, I agree with all of that, and, uh, but, but here, here's, here's the big question. We got $3.5 million coming in. Obviously, it's not very efficient. Mm-hmm. And, and the mayor and the director of finance are going to look at the ledger line saying, 
Well, where are we going to replace this $3.5 million? The city is uh, actually forecast, I saw one forecast, where they're going to be flat broken a few years. I mean, absolutely flat, bankrupt, kind of broken a few years. And with a lack of creativity in city council and the mayor's office, all they know to do is to tax and and, and present fees and fines. Mm-hmm. That's all they know when it, when it comes to generating revenue. So they're going to be wondering, okay, what do we do? Now, now, Stephen, I know you're a researcher. I don't know if you know of what other cities do to supplant this kind of revenue, and I'll ask you, do you know? I, I, this is a quandary. Again, you have... You know, you you have considerable expenses, you have a financial commitment, and you can kind of see the difficulty that the city's facing with reducing the parking fines. And again, and some of it is we need to look at the contract more closely, and that is something we've not been able to do. And kind of one of the things the report does is call for greater con- transparency to look at this. But, you know, we – this the city has backed itself into a corner here and you know on one hand it's basically basically levying a somewhat regressive inefficient tax on the other hand it is difficult i mean the city would arguably be better just to levy it levy a, a straight tax that raises 3.5 million dollars because it's not yeah. going to cost them 8 million dollars to do that but of course that's not going to happen and there's going to you know like ken said it wasn't you know, it wasn't yesterday that the city put itself into this position, but I think, and it's not going to be tomorrow where the city gets the, you know, figures it out and gets it out. But, you know, in some respects, we got to start moving in that direction, asking some hard questions and potentially, you know, figuring out some alternative revenue sources or decreasing, you know, potentially decreasing the revenue or figuring out ways that we could more efficiently collect this money. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean 50, much, 56 is, cents, as you reported, Stephen, you know, 56 cents uh, out of uh, every dollar goes back into the expenses of this as well. And and plus, there are other states and communities, municipalities around the country, that have banned, they've outlawed red light cameras because, A, they're unconstitutional, and, B, they simply cause different kinds of accidents, rear-enders. So... The city of Wilmington and Delaware, by the way, still love this because it's not about what's right for people and the citizens. It's about bringing in money and uh, and extracting money from these citizens. So they're going to be looking at at what they can do uh, to raise money in a different way. And um, and I want to give each of you the last word on this too. Yes, Stephen, go ahead. Um, so again, I mean, I think we need to go. I we're calling in the report. We're calling for this basically to to go forward. Um, the data that we got is data that's publicly available. It answers some important questions, but it also leaves various questions, um, including what are we getting for the money that um, that we're paying out? Are there you know more economical ways to go about this? We're not able to answer those questions, and I think. That's a good first step. That's not a solution, but it's a good first step. What and more? So what additional will, data would you like from the city of Wilmington? Um, break breaking down the fines and fees. I mean, we've talked a lot about parking here. So you know exactly how much of this goes to parking, both in terms of how much revenue do we, do we get and how much does it cost specifically to collect mm-hmm. this revenue. And my guess is for parking, it would be even less efficient. So, you know, again, the city wouldn't necessarily lose that much in revenue if it if it um, 
if it curtailed um, its parking enforcement activities. Um, and again, I'm not saying that that's the case, but that's a question that we need to get answered. And it's a lot of questions like that that I would like to have the data for. OK, Ken, uh, last minute to you. Uh, first, that uh, the parking uh, parking enforcement should not be a revenue generator, period. This is a, a system that should be there for traffic flow and public safety and nothing else. Uh, so that that whole argument needs to be put to the side. Okay, appreciate that. Uh, we're slap out of time. Uh, Ken, your website, real quick. AppealingWilmington.com.